This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. Shopify covers all the sales channels covered, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast free, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash podcast free to start selling online today. Are men really bad or worse than women at, at dealing with their emotions and their and their mental their mental health? Do you think? Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Almunia saves. Knockout follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hulk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondinia scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us this time round, Rich Stevens from the Inside the Orange podcast. How are you, mate? Yeah, absolutely grand. A bit of a croaky voice from uh, being at the football on Saturday, um, but just delighted to be here. So thanks thanks for the invite, guys. No problem, Rich. Listen, I think it's it's worth mentioning you are a Watford fan. That's kind of the uh, tenuous link with why you're here. But but much more than that, you, you, you've got your own podcast. And it, it, I obviously stumbled across uh, yourself via Instagram and, and, and what you were doing on there. And we're, we're going to talk in more depth about that. But before we start, just, just tell us, uh, tell the guys that are listening a little bit about the, the podcast and, and how it started. It, it started basically because I, I suffered from mental health and I really struggled for a few years and I didn't want anyone else to kind of struggle. And one of the big things I struggled with was, was understanding myself, knowing who I was at work. I was such a different personality and things like that. And what I thought was I, I wanted to be understood better, but I wanted my children to be understood better. Now, my youngest son's autistic, so he possibly needs a little bit more understanding than others. And I thought, well, actually, let's talk to people about the 
the differences in the world, but let's talk about how we're similarities in the world and what kind of brings us together. So the podcast is about helping other people to be understood. I've done some episodes about football because I find it amazing that we can kind of come from all different kinds of walks of life, yet we all go on a Saturday afternoon to a shared love, um, such as we're talking now about our beloved Watford. So it's, it, you know, the podcast for me is understanding yourself and understanding others. And yeah, as I say, football is such a great thing for that, which is why we're here. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's um, it, it's a massive, massive talking point at the moment, you know, mental health, uh, well-being, especially in the situation that we, you know, we kind of find ourselves in at the moment with with COVID and, you know, that ongoing saga as well. And, and honestly and truthfully, if, if myself and Justin look back at it, certainly from my side, the whole reason that this, um, our podcast started was a little bit of that, a little bit of I had this big empty void in my life, which was not going to the football. And I, I've always, I've kind of always thought of myself as quite mentally strong and, and men- mental health was somebody else's problem or, or, or something that I, I never suffered with. And it wasn't until, you know, all those things that are taken away and you're kind of sat there and you go, Jesus Christ. You know, this is this is dark. It's this is this is bad. And yeah, and it, and it kind of it falls in nicely because that that for me was a was a was a big thing. And and uh, you know, talking to Justin and kind of starting this, it really got me out of the the pit that I I kind of found myself in in mentally. So um, so yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm well on board with that. And I think football is a, is a huge part of that. Being a Watford fan probably adds to my mental health sometimes. We're we're, we're certainly going to talk about football, but just what what sort of things you know. Do you get people to come on to the podcast or is it more talking about your your own experiences? Well, it's a great question. It's a bit of everything, really. I mean, I, I don't really have a niche. I kind of, you know, we've got billions of people on this planet and everyone's got a story. And I think the most important thing that I like is that I think we all kind of think we're going through things on our own, that we're the only people that go through things or we're the only people that have this problem. So I try and have people on there that talk about business and how they help people in business. And I also have the bit about talking about running or talking about things that do help mental health. You know, A lot of it does come back to mental health. And again, a lot of it does come back to sport or, or fitness or anything. Um, and that's what I mean. It's such a you can have a diverse story, but you can you can still kind of relate to so many people with with such a kind of small, you know, mental, mental fitness is such a big one as well. You know, a lot of people talk about not only being healthy, being mentally fit, but again, you know, I've, I've had um, one of my earliest guests was, was Richard Lee, the former Watford goalkeeper, because my son, my oldest son actually is a, is a Sunday league goalkeeper and went through a massive confidence crisis. And I reached out to Richard a few years back and I said, Rich, can, you know, sorry, can you give my sons a bit of a point as a goalkeeper who's going through a bit of a confidence crisis? Can you, can you help? And he did. And then I thought if, to start the podcast I thought let's have him on let's talk about things and especially as a goalkeeper you know we go through these things with goalkeepers mistakes of goalkeepers let's have an expert let's have someone talk about what it's like to be a goalkeeper so a lot of it is just finding people who can kind of share light on things that actually do affect more than just themselves the term inside the orange where did that come from it was one of those things again you know your your podcast you know do not scratch your eyes comes from such an iconic moment and for me I was thinking about understanding people and how we we look at people from the outside and just presume this is them and much like an orange you, everyone knows what an orange is but until you open an orange would you know whether you're going to eat it or not or what it's good how good it is or anything like that so inside the orange was just the simplicity of actually let's 
unpeel let's work out what's inside it and mm-hmm. I was actually stood in the kitchen when I was explaining it to my my mother she's in her 60s I said, I've got this idea of a business as a possibly a podcast and I want to understand about people but it's more than just what's on the outside it's like asking and I just looked at my fruit basket asking what's inside an orange and right. you know when you hear something you go yeah I'm having that I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that that's good and that's where it comes simple as that well I think it does explain really what it is you're talking about you're absolutely right I mean I, I, I had an idea that's what it was but I just wanted to make sure now how long has the podcast been going for now so it started september last year just that one of those well in fact i recorded it about july and sat there thinking i can't release this into the world no one's going to want to hear it you know the typical anxiety of, of that really and then i did it and do you know pressing submit on that first episode yeah. was the hardest thing i've ever did now i, I the episodes come out i give myself breaks because again they are hard as you guys can probably say they are hard work they, they do take work. a lot of time they take really. a lot of time yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely um but obviously because i mean it's not something that's going anywhere. There's 8 million people in the world. So I've got enough time to tell a lot of stories. And, you know, I, I like to take my time with it and just put it out when I need to put it out. And yeah, I'm in my third season. I've just finished in third season. Probably a fourth one coming this year. But yeah, 14 episodes of time just gives me that time to do it and, and be a dad, be... Uh, a husband and and be be a Watford football club supporter as well. Yeah, I mean, one thing that we find doing podcasting is it's quite therapeutic, actually. Particularly if you have a bad match, you think, right, well, there's something to rant about next time we're recording. Um, it was quite difficult actually last season when we had a successful period to make podcasts because oh, this is all going too well. What are we going to talk well. about? Everything was, everything was too jolly. Wasn't it was it? too yeah. jolly. We're gonna we're gonna go up. What could we moan about? Do you find it therapeutic uh, recording podcasts? Yeah, I mean, I I do solo episodes where I'm just me and the mic and I you know where I talk about things that I think are important for inside the orange and, and, and mental health and things like that and work and then I have interviews and I think the good thing about interviews is you've got someone in front of you can just have a conversation with I mean you know it, it's brilliant again you know you've you've had interviews with guests and ex-pros and people around but then I've also heard your chats together and I think it's great sometimes that you can just have that conversation i think it just opens it up sometimes it's just brilliant really it so, does it does it, it, it is definitely having someone to moan at in it carl it's <laughs> we we never really talk before we start it start recording we just go well should we record and then we just rant on and then obviously you know some bits go in some bits get cut out but on the whole we try and keep it as honest as possible because basically that's all we know how to do in it really yeah i mean the, the, the idea of our where we started from was if nothing that we would say to each other on this podcast would wouldn't be anything that we wouldn't say to each other in a pub for instance you know or walking up vicarage road after the game or you know whatever the situation is and um we we don't really prep for it we just let it let it roll and it I say really prep for it. We don't prep for it. We never prep for it. Even when we've got guests on. I mean, particularly if we've got like, a, I suppose if we've got a guest on that perhaps we have to do a little bit of research on, we might do a little bit of prep. But if it's a player like, I don't know, let's say Richard Johnson, that both of us have watched play hundreds of times, we just literally hit the record button, evening, John, how are you? And go from there. Because I think otherwise it's it sounds a bit staged and it sounds a little bit yeah. cheesy and, you know. You know. Yeah, it, it becomes uh, scripted, can't it? You know, yeah. without you know, without purposely meaning to do so. So yeah, so no, I no, think no. this is this is therapy for us. I think what I'm trying to get around to saying is, I think that mm. "Do Not Scratch Your Eyes" has become therapy for us. As as Carl said a, a while ago, it was a uh, something to fill the gap when there was no football last season, and it, it definitely is a way of yeah, releasing te- it's releasing pent up <laughs> tension. I think well, because watching Watford can be quite a stressful experience, as I'm sure you can uh, testify. <laughs> 
Spotify. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. Sorry to go on about us there, but I just it just released a, a stream of consciousness that it's this is good for us. I think doing this sort of thing. Oh, and 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 as I said, you know, when when you do do the podcast, you know, you two th- sit there and maybe think that someone, you know, even if someone doesn't agree with what you're saying, you're still two fans that have that opinion. And sometimes good podcasts you listen to and you want to disagree with them, and that's good because yeah. that's that's what it's about. Absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah. Just um, before we move on, just sticking with mental health. I mean, this is again your your opinion. I, I know what my opinion is on this. Are, are are men really bad or worse than women at, at dealing with their emotions and their and their mental their mental health? Do you think? I think I think we're getting better. I think there is a real shift in balance now that maybe. If we, if you asked me that question five, six, seven years ago, when I was going through it myself, head in the cloud, I'd have said, yeah, it, it definitely wasn't a male problem. It was a stiff upper lip. You know, people just got on with it. I think now because places are getting better at asking that question, that men are coming forward. I think there's still a long way to go. I still think there was a massively long way to go. When I think about a lot of the stuff um, that I see on Twitter and, and and on Instagram, it is starting to balance out. You are seeing more men coming forward and saying it. So yeah, again, it's it's not. Let's let's go back ten years. It's it, it's better than then, but progression. It could be better, obviously. So let's talk a little bit about you know what you're uh, raising awareness for, which you know we we we've spoken to, which is um, if I'm right in saying the the National Autistic Society is that right? It is for autism. So my my youngest son, as I said when I started the podcast, my youngest son is autistic. So autism is something that has been in our lives as a family for 13 years. That's how old he is. And last year we did a a, a walk for the National Autistic Society for the podcast. It was just around, I, I live in Milton Keynes, so it was around Milton Keynes, 15 mile walk. And I thought, mm, let's let's do something. So let's, let's, let's do this 15 mile walk around MK. We did it. It was great. You know, when you finish something like that and you think, I want to do something. I want to do something bigger, you know, and, and and things like that. I was lucky on the podcast. I had a guest, Anna Kennedy. She was on the um, Harvey and Me, uh, sorry, Katie Price Harvey and Me documentary last year. She does a lot. Of, she, she has an autism charity. She's very Anna high Kennedy. profile, isn't she, Anna Kennedy? I, I've she, got friends with autistic children and they say she is the one, really. She is. And I mean, I think she said in my interview with her, I hope she doesn't mind me saying, but she said a lot of people with the National Autistic Society, if they've got problems, they say, go and speak to Anna Kennedy. She is so excited accessible she's brilliant mm. um and i just said when i was podcast when i did the podcast episode with her if i did something else can i do it for yourself because obviously i was just so kind of i was kind of touched just that someone just kind of went yeah come on let's have a chat and let's talk about it and how open and accessible when we spoke about my son we spoke about autism and i said let's do it let's uh, can we can we do something f- for your charity um so um if you're okay for me to segue into it what Absolutely. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah let's, 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 let's get into that yeah yeah as i say finish the 15 mile walk a few friends joined us. I, as I said, I wanted to do something big. I spoke to Anna, went away, and I thought, what do I want to do? And I, I thought, let's do something. Watford, so for autism especially, there's the sensory room for um, people with additional needs at the stadium. Well, uh, have you been in there, presumably? I haven't. I haven't have actually not? been in it. I've seen images. I do want to, while I'm promoting the walk, I do want to get in there and have some bits and pieces done while I'm in there. So okay. um, anyone from the club listening, please, you know, give me a shout. Let me yeah, come and have a definitely. look at that. We might be able to help you with that. Love stuff that's for awesome thank you um so yeah so because they had that 
And I thought, yeah, and it's my club. It's my football club and I want to do something. So where can I walk from? And I looked at the fixtures around May. I thought it's got to be nicer weather with, with the COVID restrictions and the pandemic restrictions. It can't be Jan, Feb, March, because you never know where we might be in. But as we get into summer, so let's go into season. And I looked and Leicester, Leicester City, 15th of May, stuck out. And I thought Leicester to Watford. That's not that far. On Google Maps, it's well, not that far. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that. It's got to yeah. be, how many miles is it? It's over 100 miles, isn't it? I'd have thought. No, I think no. It, so it is on foot, it's 81 miles. It's 81 miles. miles right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. So um, not quite 100. It's, it's left me a little bit of a target for next time. Right. But, I thought, why don't I start at the King Power and walk to Vicarage Road? That was the plan. I, I, I messaged Anna and I said, Anna, can I, you know, this is my plan. This is what I want to do. And she said, we're partners with Watford. We can help you. Let's let's get this bigger. I don't, I can't quite elaborate yet, but keep posted onto the Instagram and social media. But the idea is I'll be starting within the King Power Stadium and I'll be finishing on the pitch before kickoff for the game. The only thing that's in the way at the moment is Sky, who might come along and move the fixture. Of course, <laughs> They yeah, could move it, course. couldn't they? Yeah, of course they, they could, could move it. Yeah, am yeah. I allowed to ask how long you've given yourself to do this? Yes, you are. Yeah, because it is it is something. And I've I've seen things recently um, where people have done it in in like one hit. And I don't. I've got to be careful. So we we split it down to literally well approximately a marathon a day so we'll go from Leicester to Northampton Northampton to Leighton Buzzard and then Leighton Buzzard to Watford now anyone who knows the areas knows Leighton to Leighton Buzzard to Watford isn't 26 miles but if you look at it cumulative it is the equivalent of so we're going to give ourselves the less to do on the last day because obviously we do need to get to the ground for kickoff we are giving ourselves the day but again what we want to do with that is just make sure that we are present on social media that you can see you can join in you can walk with us and it's not going to be you know we're not walking overnight we're going to walk at times where we can be walked with and people will feel safe to walk with us if they want as well so and what sort of training are you doing for this are you going to start doing sort of start at five miles ten miles and build up or are you just going to go i'll just go for it let's just do it forest dump it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so i'm gonna do build yeah i'm gonna build it up i think i want to get to being able to comfortably walk 20 miles it takes Before time, though, doesn't it? It does take time. If you're going mean, to that, that, that that's a lot, isn't it? Twenty miles walking, my god. Yeah. Yes. What, what do you so, normally walk? Is it five miles an hour or something? I don't know how fast we walk on average. Is it five miles an hour or something? Yeah. Right. So yeah, you're walking for four, four hours to, to, to do the training. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a very patient wife, and uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm going to walk to Tesco's today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to drive. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well done, you, because uh, yeah, I, I, I have done some walks in the past. Years and years ago, I walked from Rickmansworth to St Albans, which I think is 13 miles. And I think we ambled. I think we sort of walked along canals and things, and it took a lot longer than four hours with pub stops, should I say. Uh, and I remember my feet after that were killing me, absolutely killing me. So good on you for doing 26 miles a day or whatever it is you're doing, because that's, you know, it's a long way, really. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it sounds right. I think day three will be when I get up and go, and my legs go, yeah, yeah, I'm not getting up. You know, <laughs> you might have other these plans, Rich, but I'm staying right here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think day four. When you're yeah, when you're you done going to get it, yeah. out of bed, might be the day you go, oh god, yeah. Oh. yeah. So, are you going to set up a, a GoFundMe or some way of uh, raising money? Yes. Yeah, so there, there is a GoFundMe. So I'll share it with yourselves if you want, if you can. Yeah, we'll we'll um, we'll do what we can for you. Absolutely. And 
obviously I just wanted you know, any, everyone who helps just get tagged in and just, you know, whatever we can do, just try and get it. as it, 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 It's to try and get it as much exposure as we can. Let's try and get it as, you know, the, the clubs have been fantastic as, as so far. And again, whoever's helped me, I am going to try and keep that, you know, everyone needs to be with us doing it. You know, this is, this is just as good. A Watford involved in it then, the, the, the football club, yeah? Yeah, there's um, been preliminary talks with the charity and Dave Messenger just moved to the is it the EDI role I believe yeah, um, yeah. and I think there was a, a chat at the Leicester game the Leicester way I think they had a little conversation up there as well so yeah there I, I, as I say I can't comment yet I've got a, a team's meeting with them soon to talk about what it is I'm going to try and get some bits from both clubs you know from Leicester as well you know the, the more we can do I mean and again talking on this podcast today you know this these two clubs are linked by your podcast as well in no, quite a way, yes, yeah, in quite a way. And what's your target? I, we're going to start with a thousand pounds because I don't think I think sometimes with with targets you can sometimes over like pressurize yourself and think overcook like, it. it. Yeah, yeah. So actually, if we if we make a grand, we'll we'll make it two grand. If we get to a two grand, we'll make you know, and we'll we'll do it that way. You know, that's fair enough. The idea is as much as we can make raising awareness about autism. You know, it, it, it's all good things. It's all good good things going for it but you know target i don't want to set a target let's see how much we can get it rolling and of course uh, yeah yeah well we'll certainly back you mate we'll certainly um you know retweet you and put it out there and mention it it on our socials i mean it's um it's a fabulous uh cause that you're doing it for and i I think autism look you know i'm I'm not gonna pretend to sit here and 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 say that i know people with autism or or, or know families that suffer with it and i I guess the the only kind of thing that i've ever seen you know is katie price dealing with uh harvey uh and and the issues that he has there and also um paul skulls using a football link now his his son suffers with autism as well so you know it it just goes to show that no matter you know where where you come from how much money you've got anything like that you know it, it, it it, it must be tough, and and I guess I guess as a as a parent myself, which I, which I am, and, and and you are. I mean, what what sort of things? Just for, for anybody that I guess is listening and doesn't really understand or, autism or, or or what it is, what, what what sort of things do you have to deal with on a, a daily, weekly basis? It, it again, and it, I can only talk from my example yeah, because it, it's, you know it's a spectrum. It is it is such a wide wide range of of, of differences. I mean, uh, of, of 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 things that additional needs. There's a lot in our house of things needing to be okay and 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 kind of set up. Our son doesn't really have behaviour issue issues, but one of the biggest things is he finishes school. He's he's in a high school now. But he will go to school and he will mask, which is he will go into school and and conform to what is around him. The minute he comes home, that day, that that conforming just completely, you know, you don't ask him when he comes home from school how his day been because he doesn't want to tell you. He'll he a small bit of change or something that isn't right in his day will come out, but it won't come out at school. One of the biggest things, and again, you know, it's something we we all kind of do. We have to show somebody else at work, but you know, when when someone is aware that maybe they have got to be different in certain you know exercises mm. when they get home and have that comfort, that's where we have to kind of monitor behavior and just make sure that first and foremost he's safe and he's okay you know it's it's a it's he was diagnosed at two and a half which for me early intervention is amazing because we were able to um before he could speak we he was non-verbal for a few years so we were able to learn sign language to help him as he developed speech the thing with autism there's always something that may 
throw up and may be difficult to handle. There's also victories. You know, we were, you know, he couldn't walk. He walks. He couldn't speak. He speaks. You know, there's so Mm. many victories you go with it, you know. And again, you know, Katie Price, obviously, you know, in the media gets some kind of thing. Harvey is very, you know, functions very well. He's at college. He does, you know, what he can. He is, he has got quite a lot of issues, you know, not just the autism. He's got other issues as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. So let's, you know, you have to appreciate sometimes it's not always about what's wrong, but the, what you're kind of dealing with. And everyone's dealing with different things at different times with autism. And, and again, that's what we need to show and spread awareness about so people know about it. Do you mind if Absolutely. I ask um, what made you think perhaps that your son had autism? You say he was diagnosed at two and a half. Obviously, you didn't just one day think, oh, let's get him tested for autism. What, what was it that kind of led you to think maybe he was autistic so there, there, there was some bits and pieces so there was repetitive behavior when he ate so we put food in his high chair and the first thing he'd do was he'd swing his arms and he'd knock all his food off his high chair it would be like a, a routine thing first thing every time he put him in his high chair the arms went up and did that he couldn't walk again he couldn't talk certain things like a brand new toy you know you give it give a, a a child a, a brand new toy it's normally an excitement giving them a brand new toy he screamed he didn't like it so right. there was just loads of little kind of clues that something in him wasn't processing the same way as 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 a neurotypical child you know my oldest son is is neurotypical so he is for, for all intents and purposes he had a normal childhood yeah, yeah. my youngest son yes. you could then tell that there is something in a kind of development issue a development delay if you like but again i have to say obviously just be we have to be careful with terminology we just use things we would use in our house that i'm just explaining to you so some people do sometimes get offended of how you use terminology of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. your experience so you're welcome exactly, to use whatever yeah. you like yeah do you think if you hadn't had an older son that it might have been more difficult to have diagnose that yourself because obviously you've already had an experience with your elder son who you are saying is neurotypical so do you think that if perhaps you hadn't had that experience it would have taken longer for you to think "Mm, maybe something's not right or do you think that it was fairly obvious Uh, that's a great question because yeah a hundred percent I think it's a lot easier to tell because and again you don't you know and again with my podcast I don't sit there and tell people that everyone should do this be able doing the same thing it's experiences though isn't it it's about experiences yeah but that's also why I think there's many people in this world who aren't diagnosed with autism because it wasn't picked up when they were children because the parents just thought that was the natural behavior of the child so you know I think that's how I think that's a very good question because I think that's how things get missed with autism and again yeah we we did we did have a benchmark if you like but again i don't like using that in that yeah. way but no yeah. but it's kind of it i guess yeah yeah because you'd already had an experience of a child that didn't do that i mean when you have a child that does you think hmm that doesn't seem quite right somehow or whatever. So maybe that was in a way you, a good way that you had an older older child to kind of measure him against. I, you know, I don't know. You use you use your experiences, don't you? As, as, as you know, I've, I've just you uh, you know with with your girls and and with my two. You know, you use your experiences of the first child. Is that as you just said? Is that benchmark? Is that mm. kind of right? That's kind of what's normal. Or I don't know using the term normal in that sense, but in the in the, in the sense it's like of a baseline, being isn't a, it? It's a baseline. A baseline, yeah. Being a parent, okay, that that that's what happened there. And then when something goes above and beyond that, or it, it's completely, you know, off off piste, it's like, well, where has that come from? And my my son, uh, Callum, he suffers with um, dyslexia. You know, it it seemed to take an age to to get um, to get picked up. 
it wasn't anything obvious that that, that he did or um, when he you know he, he he was doing his writing or anything like that. It was just one day he went into school and came home and they said, "Oh yeah, I've um, I've got dyslexia." And I was like, "Sorry, you haven't got <laughs> dyslexia." I said, "Because I'm your dad, I would have known you've got dyslexia. There's yeah. not, not a chance in God's earth that you've got dyslexia. Not, not no way." So I went up to school. Basically, because I'm an expert in this, by the way, because yeah. I know my son. <laughs> You're not dyslexic. I'm going up to school to find out why they're calling you dyslexic. And then, you know, at the, at the end, of that, but that was more about me than it, it, it was about him. It was it was more about of a you know, no, no, no. There's there's nothing. And and this is the, the probably terminology that I use, which is which is wrong. And it, it took a lot of growing up from, from myself, which was that isn't normal. You know, you're normal. Mm. And and that's a big thing at the moment in, in society. And, and, and you know, it, it's a real tough spot. And, and, and I feel for God love him, um, just going back to Harvey, you know, some of the abuse and the, the, the stuff on social honesty, it makes me, you know, that's someone's son at the end of the day. I'd, I'd kill someone. If they, but that's the power of social media, I guess, isn't it? And then the, the the dark side of it that you can, it happens in anything, you know, race, religion, uh, disability. So any, any differences, but, isn't it? Really, that are picked up, basically. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. As soon as there's something different, or whatever different is nowadays, I I, I don't even know what different is now, mm. um, or normal is for God's mm. sake. Yeah, it does. It, it's it's quite an interesting topic, and um, sort of covering over everything. I think it's an amazing um, thing that you're doing, and yeah, I, I really do hope you make a lot of money out of that for what is a, an awesome an awesome thing. I've just got to say one thing. I've got to shout him out as well. I've got a guy walking with me who's literally in the last two years has has walked over 200 miles for Children with Cancer UK. And he's one of my closest friends. And he said, I'm going to do this with you. So um, I've got to say hello to Godo. Um, He'll be doing it with me. He'll be every step with me. So um, Godo, D. Batista, have a look at him on his page, Team Godo as well. He does loads of stuff for charity, but he is he's going to be a lot of the driving force. Come on, Rich, get your get your get I was your. Boots say, he'll Come be on. showing you, mate. He'll be showing you <laughs> yeah. what to do. Well, hello, Godo. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Is is Godo a Watford fan? No, he's he's a um, Juventus fan. He's Maltese from from birth. He's lived in Malta, but he he knows what the football club means to me. So he he is more than happy to come and get dragged down to Vicarage Road. So uh, <laughs> well, let's let's hope you know you're not too far ahead of him because you'll be waiting for Godo. If uh, <laughs> I had to get that in, I had. To I like what in. you did there. Yeah, I like your that. work. That wasn't bad. Well was it? it took a while. This is Shorty, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Enjoy the game. Thank you very much for joining us, Rich. Wishing you all the best in your walk. Well, we won't be with you every step of the way because I can't walk that far without getting blisters. Uh, But we will certainly watch you and uh, cheer you on from the sides. Yeah, we'll let people know about it as well. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for coming on, Rich. Hope to, well, hopefully see you uh, at a game or something like that, catch up. Yeah, that'd be good. But uh, no, thanks for coming on and a bit of an eye-opener. Honestly, well done for what you're doing and and best of luck with it. Thank you very much. Yeah, as I say, next time I'm game i'll drop your message on instagram or something yeah yeah let you know yeah. and then yeah yeah we'll probably make down a bunker or something for a game yeah cool. yeah definitely awesome cheers guys. thanks so much cheers. all right mate top man cheers. Cheers. sports social podcast network The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. 
With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.